Are you struggling to hire diverse tech talent? After all, every organization in the world is now a tech company. And the ability to attract, hire, and retain tech talent from all backgrounds is critical to their success. Enter Hackajob, a reverse marketplace that actively vets engineers. We flip the traditional model on its head, meaning companies apply to engineers versus candidates applying to jobs, with companies getting an 85% response rate to candidates they reach out to, as well as exposure to tech talent that directly meets their organization's diversity objectives. Companies such as S&P Global, CarMax, and Sensor Tower are all using Hackajob. Why not join them? Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Go to hackajob.com slash cheese to get your free 30-day trial today. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Oh, yeah. Tim Cook says employees who leak memos do not belong at Apple. We know that because of a leaked employee memo. Hi, kids. You're listening to the Chad and Cheese Podcast. This is your co-host, Joel. Bring on the bears, Cheeseman. And this is Chad Olao. No, o- Oleo. Shit, I don't know how to say Oleo. it. So much. Hola. <laughs> on this week's show, Adzuna is going public. LinkedIn is going freelance. And Clovers is going... Well, okay, we're not really sure where they're going, but we have an entire show to figure it out. Let's do this. Okay, listener, how can you help your employees become more productive? I have answers. How about automating manual and repetitive tasks, giving meaning to data, then allowing that data to actually drive decisions? And how about matching people to your jobs quicker? Well, wait. The Chad and Cheese has a new LLM? No, Cheeseman. I'm talking about text kernel. Ah, okay. That makes more sense. What I'm hearing is the groundbreaking concept of, wait for it, Yeah. simplicity. <laughs> seriously, though, seriously. Text kernel cuts through the complexities like a tortilla chip through some hot nacho cheese. Oh, my God. Really? Nacho references already. Anyways. TextKernel brings efficiency and productivity to your operations. TextKernel seamlessly unifies your tools and data to drive efficiencies and success. TextKernel is creating new opportunities for your recruitment journey, kind of like adding guac to my barbacoa burrito. Oh, my God. How about extracting meaningful insights from data. I mean, that that's something. Swiftly matching yeah. people with jobs, automating repetitive tasks. Who knew such advanced concepts were even possible in the land of human resources? Uh, we did, Chad. We did. Dude, wrap it up. I'm a little hungry. Imagine that. Uh, okay, listener, get ready to use today's tech to drive efficiencies and productivity. Visit textkernel.com that's t-e-x-t-k-e-r-n-e-l.com mm, nachos <laughs> ah. so i'm sorry to to pull you away from sunbathing chad but oh, okay. uh we we got this show to do 
Not a problem. Not a problem. Pool's only a floor away. I can jump back up there, being back in that position, no time. Has your has your liver quit yet? Has your liver like resigned? Not yet, but I only have a week, so I'm working on it. Uh, and, okay. and also, this uh, later this weekend, going to meet with uh, Louise Grant. If you remember from the back in the JobGate days, she's coming down to uh, she's coming down to Portugal for the weekend, and we're actually going to meet up for for dinner. So good, going to be good to see her. Really? Yeah. Now she she left JobGate last year, right? Yep, she did. And what what's she up to? Or is that part of the the meeting? She's apparently bouncing around the world. We'll find out, though. We'll find out. Okay. Sounds like a new Chad and Cheese joint might be in the works. Could be. Could be. Uh, a shout out from me, uh, uh-huh. if we're getting to those, if we're done with the the small talk. Uh, sure. We got a long show to get through. Uh, Cin- Cindy Sonier. Oh. She's got a new gig. She's now uh, SVP at Talent Care. What the hell is Talent Care? Uh, I'll go ahead and explain it as sort of an employment branding, HR tech, ATS hybrid. Wow. Oh, I miss Cindy. I miss Cindy too. She's awesome. Uh, big shout out to, she deserves more than a shout out, but to Julie Sowash. It is our fifth anniversary. We've been together for 10 years. I don't know how she puts up with me. Thank you, honey. I love you and happy anniversary. Wow, she's a she's a bigger woman than every other woman in the in the world. In light of that, uh, my next shout out goes to one of my favorite eateries. Oh my god, I'm a Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle is my life. We talked, Chad. We talked about Taco Bell last week, introducing its subscription <laughs> model for a yes. free taco or for a taco every day. Mm-hmm. Chipotle says, "Hold my beer." They're introducing brisket to the menu, and no one loves a good brisket like I do. Chipotle, wow. big shout outs to you. I'll be there immediately after this podcast. Uh, no shit. Well, rebounding off of that one, this big shout out to Liz Wessel over at Way Up. Uh, she wants us to keep the food subscription and the food news coming. She went right out to Taco Bell to get her subscription oh, <laughs> right after yeah. the announcement. So uh, Liz, she's our kind of people. So she'll probably be going to uh, Chipotle as well. All right. Well, I'm going to keep the uh, fast food shout outs coming. Uh, <laughs> shout out to, to Shake Shack, one of my favorite burger joints. Oh, Jesus. Uh, they're, they're killing their four-day work week. Uh, they say it's, it's, to pa- it's on pause because of covid but I'm betting it's never coming back until the robots start flipping the burgers. <laughs> Shake Shack, this one's for you. And your four-day work week going bye-bye. True, true. So this one goes out to somebody who works at my favorite uh, pet website. Uh, it's not pets.com. <laughs> She's the AD over at Chew. Her name is Nicole Vincy Adamson. And she yeah. says that she learns something new every show. And Nicole, I'm, you're making me misty over here. Thanks for listening. Yeah, she also called us a maniacal recruitment podcast, <laughs> which I feel like we, we missed our naming uh, opportunity for that one. Uh, Michael Yinger also was very complimentary. Oh, yeah. On the on the socials this week. So uh, Michael was in a uh, firing squad episode. And if you haven't listened to that, check it out. Resume Siv, one of my least favorite names in the world. Yeah. Sounds like you need a shot after that. Anyway, Michael said, quote, guys, just so you know, I have gotten more connections, more congrats, more recognition, and even a lead 
from your show than all the others I've been on combined. Yes, our podcast can beat up your podcast. Thanks, Michael. (laughs) And another Michael, Michael O'Dell down in Nashville. He's representing talent.com. Last week, we put out uh, two new acronyms. We've got, uh, you put out the RAD and I put out the CTP, the the Uh Core Talent Platform Approach. And uh, he loves that rather than the old ATS bullshit 90s narrative that we've been pushing. So uh, thanks, Michael. We're going to we're going to continue to do what we do and uh, call it out where we need to. Odell is so radical. So rad. Hey, guys, uh, we got free shit to give away. Uh, If you haven't signed up, go to chadcheese.com. We got T-shirts from uh, Emissary. We got beer from Adzuna and we got whiskey from Sovereign. If you haven't done that, please do so. And also feel free to leave a review on your podcast platform of choice. We love getting feedback and uh, we need more of it, I think. Yeah, always need good feedback. Uh, Shout out to Progress Kids. The U.S. Soccer Federation announced Tuesday that it's offering the respective players unions for the men's and women's national team the same contract proposal. The decision reflects an effort to align the two senior national teams under a single collective bargaining agreement structure. Mm -hmm. And here's the big part, pay structure. Women and men getting paid the same, even though in this case, the women should actually probably get paid more. <laughs> yeah. One team is a little bit more accomplished than the other. Here uh, yes. Recent, Easily. Recent Easily. And, and speaking of uh, teams that are doing better than others, uh, let's get a quick fantasy <laughs> football update sponsored by our friends at Poach. Uh, Chad, you lost your number one spot, um, but it is only only week two. I told you it's only downhill. The current number one, uh, Pete, don't call me douchey Suchi, uh, is now number one. Miss Q kicked my ass last week uh, and is in the number two spot. Chad, you're number three. Still respectable. I've got, got bronze. bronze. I'm good. You got that bronze medal. I'm good. Uh, we got Breaking Benjamin's Kuntz following <laughs> you. We got Chris, Chris got Gamecocks. After that, Chris Christie, don't call me Jackie Moon, follows him. Chris, what do you mean I can't draft Derek Jeter Russell uh, is out of the bottom <laughs> spot. He's happy about that. I guess he whipped your ass. Uh, he beat this me. Yeah. Well, it happens. Uh, it happens. Bill, Bill Football Fanning is next. Uh, and I, I am near the caboose, but not quite at the bottom. The bottom is awarded to Jason Voorhees Putnam this week. Wow. So that's a, that's your fantasy football update. Sorry to the international listeners who watch an entirely different <laughs> football but we're americans damn it i've been i've been watching that football the entire time i've been here and it's glorious my last shout out goes to four new podcasts who joined the evergreen podcast network and the hr channel the recruitment flex inclusive as fuck or inclusive af the hiring partner perspective and last but never least yeah. talent rebel cast you can check all those out at evergreenpodcast.com and we've got some cool shit coming your way very soon very nice that's a good lineup uh in addition to the firing squad i mentioned we also released this week the latest european 
episode, which featured our friend out of Sweden, Elon and the recruiting robot. If you haven't listened to that, please check it out. Elon took a, she took a bashing because there were a lot of Sweden stories that she had to defend. So uh, yeah, she did a great job and it was good. It was great to have her on, but it was not a great, it was not a great week for Sweden on Chad and Cheese. That is true. She, she carried, uh, carried the load for them, so to speak <laughs> yes. this week. Uh, birthdays, we got Jim Lowe, listener of the show, Randall Emery, Eli Karstens, Betsy Norris, Ava Zills, our oh, yeah. favorite storyteller on social, Kevin Planton, longtime ERE employee who's, mm-hmm. I don't know what he's doing now, but he's a friend of the show, Kelly Robinson, we both know and love, Katrina, Katrina Kibben, uh, my stepmom, Glenda Cheeseman, celebrates wow. a birthday this nice. week. Gotta, nice. gotta give her an applause. And industry icon John Sumser closes out our birthdays of the week. And with that, Topics! Adzuna. Hello. Chad and Cheese sponsor. And UK-based job aggregator Adzuna is planning to list on the London Stock Exchange with a valuation of up to 100 million pounds. That's around $137 million in the U.S. Mm-hmm. This is according to a report from British newspaper The Telegraph. Pretty reputable. Adzuna was founded by our friends Andrew Hunter and Doug Monroe who still run the show, by the way, back in 2005. They operate in 16 separate countries and connect with hundreds of job sites to list around 12 million jobs each month. Oh, and they give you guys free beer every month, you lucky bastards. So, Chad, is your Robinhood account about to blow up with some British stocks? I'd like to say probably not yet. Uh, I've also got to give some credit to the AIM group uh, for for this story as well, where I found an awesome quote. So here's the quote. Adzuna has worked as a partner with the UK government on its Find a Job Online job board, which played a vital role during the pandemic and with the Office for National Statistics, ONS, on labor market data used to track vacancies and to monitor the impact of the pandemic on the UK economy. So mm-hmm. these types of moves, not only are they in 16 countries, but they're pro- providing you know market labor data, which is exactly what we've seen Indeed do over the years. So I love seeing what they're doing. Instead of saying a buy or sell on this, yep. I would like to ask you, Joel, would you rather buy Zip or Adzuna and why? Oh, well, one has a much bigger valuation. Uh-huh. And one is on the um, uh you know the NYSC or Nasdaq and one I'm not even sure I can get get to uh with my Robinhood <laughs> account. But anyway, probably man, you're going to put this on me. Um yeah, I probably got to go zip just from a uh a brand recognition play okay. Okay. Um, from that. But I think, you know, to me to me the keyword here is timing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, 10 million job openings in the US uh as well as many millions more across the globe which adds in a um, is targeting. You mentioned Zip. Uh, their IPO was obviously not a epic failure. Uh, it's going to lead to more and more of these IPOs, which, by the way, we're talking about on the show. Yeah, uh, a few of them. Zune has been growing globally. Uh, they opened up an office here in the U.S. a couple years back. Um, they're leveraging our show to get sort of brand awareness in the in the states. And also, uh, back in 2015, they had a crowdfunding uh, effort that raised $2 million 
from 500 uh, investors giving up about 8% of the business. So some sort of liquidity event was bound to happen at some point, yep. which I think is, is largely uh, in response to this initial public offering. 2005, this is one of the, the quiet success stories in our industry. Mm-hmm. Um, these guys both came from Gumtree, a pretty successful uh, company back in the day. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to watch this carefully. And um, I think we have uh, Doug... Doug, hopefully scheduled to be on uh, the European podcast. We can yes. kind of dig into this a little more yeah. uh, here in the future. But yeah, Adzuna, congrats. Uh, sponsor the show. We're glad to see that success. Yeah, I think Adzuna is, uh, they're already more of a global player than Zip is out of the gate. And Zip needs to be more global. Uh, Adzuna also has become a global player over the years without spending millions in commercial advertising. And we, we've talked about brand atrophy before, right? Mm -hmm. So instead of growing something organically, like Adzuna has, you can do something artificially like Zip has and much like, much like Indeed. And I mean, they've actually spent a lot of money now. Indeed did grow organically first, but then they started just throwing a lot of cash at it. So I think overall who has the best foothold, uh, right now, I think it's Adzuna. I mean, I think it, Zip is, is is a great organization, but I think from a growth standpoint, uh, looking at what Adzuna has been doing and how they've rolled out, it's been more organic. And uh, I think they've got uh, more of a long-term play unless, unless Zip starts buying footprint in other countries, then they start leapfrogging and they start winning. I think you've been in Europe too long. You're starting to sound like a, a European cheerleader. I love it. All right. Uh, who'd you rather is split on that one? Let's get to uh, Sterling. Uh, background check company Sterling Check is launching its IPO today as we record this show, Chad. So mm-hmm. we got to maybe check on that at the end uh, if they have actually gone public, which they probably haven't. At that point, it plans to list on the NASDAQ under the symbol S-T-E-R. The NYC-based company plans to raise $300 million from the sale of 14.3 million shares of its common stock at a price range of $20 to $22. For the 12 months ended June 30th, the firm's platform booked $545 million in revenue and conducted more than 75 million searches for more than 40,000 clients. Assuming a successful IPO at the midpoint of the proposed price range, the company's enterprise value at IPO would be approximately $2.4 billion. Chad, are you buying this one? Yeah, we've talked about this on several podcasts. There is money in helping people scale and doing the boring shit. And Sterling does the boring shit. It's background checks, right? And they help scale background checks, which is scaling boring shit. Nobody wants to do the boring shit. So, yes, definitely uh, Sterling is something I would buy because it's going to continue to happen. Uh, We're going to need background checks and at probably a much higher clip than what we have over the years just because of all the hiring that needs to happen. Yeah. So we talked about Checker uh, a few weeks ago or last week. So Checker is is funded to the tune of a $4.6 billion valuation, which makes it more valuable than Sterling, which I say poppycock. Uh, English slang is, is lacking. Uh, so <laughs> Sterling, Sterling actually bought the background check company that I worked for uh, yeah. back in 2015. They also laid me off about six months later. Ooh, uh, so, so take that for what it's worth. But I, I know a little bit about these guys. And they're freaking huge, yeah. uh, huge yeah. company. 
if, if you believe that brand awareness uh, has value and brands have immense value, I mean, mm-hmm. these guys really are the apex predator in the background check <laughs> business. And I know we talk a lot about checker and how sexy that is. But once you get a background check company that you're happy with, like it's hard to leave. Oh, yeah. And people like these sort of trusted names. They're not going anywhere. Um, the, the, the market, uh, in the background check business is estimated to be, uh, 4.2 billion as of 2020 and is forecast to reach 6.4 billion, uh, by 2028. And Sterling is going to get a big chunk of that. So I agree with you. Like I don't talk about buying shares of stock on this show very often, but if you're looking for something that's probably going to be pretty stable, for the future, something that's probably going to pay some dividends at some point, like Sterling is in a really good position to be a pretty solid public company. So that one is uh, pretty interesting and should lay the groundwork for Checker to join the public markets at some <laughs> point in the future, yes, which we will yes. undeniably talk about on this show. Yes, of course. So let's talk about Freshworks, uh, our last sort of IPO uh, player, and they actually have gone public. Uh, so Freshworks, whose software competes with Salesforce, and others like Zendesk uh, mm-hmm. and helps companies manage hiring, onboarding, time off, employee data, and HR workflows in one place. Uh, went public earlier this week and saw shares spike 32% at the opening of their NASDAQ uh, debut on Wednesday. They trade under the ticker symbol FRSH. That's so fresh, isn't it? Fresh Works was founded in India and moved to Silicon Valley to be closer to its 52,000 customers. Chad, is this one a buy for you? This is a buy because it feels like a Google shadow company, to be quite frank. Google has a lot of money in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they obviously see you know, somewhat of a nemesis in Salesforce. Uh, so they're actually they're using Freshworks as a sale or as a, a thorn in Salesforce's side, mm-hmm. or they're just running this as a shadow company. You know, I, I'm not really sure that Google will buy them uh, just because of there's so much antitrust shit that's going on right now. But I, 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 this feels like a Google shadow company. They moved to Silicon Valley because that was where all their customers were. Bullshit. That's where your fucking. <laughs> that's where your major fucking funder was. Oh hell no. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we've talked a lot over the years about how these big platforms um, that sort of tag on an HR component because they have existing relationships for sales uh, and whatever will yeah. make a dent in services that are more focused. And it, it doesn't seem to, to happen in most cases. Um, vendors are integrating with Greenhouse and Jobvite, not so much the likes of Salesforce or Zendesk. Uh, that said, They'll still take a big chunk of business just for convenience sake. If you're running mm-hmm. my sales operation and my everything else, why not? Uh, why not HR? Um, you know, and it, it, I think there's something also be said. You mentioned the move to Silicon Valley, but this is really to me an Indian success story. Um, and I think it's a theme that we'll be talking about for the next ten years um, as China becomes a political rival, hopefully not a military rival. Uh, yeah. We're going to empower and push more capital. Uh, into the world's largest democracy. They still have a huge workforce in India. Um, and yeah, I think it, if this was buy or sell, it's certainly something I'd look at. Um, being a Salesforce competitor is not necessarily the best place you want to be right now. But uh, yeah, if, if you know, with Google's backing, it, it certainly is a company worth watching. Yes, it is. And speaking of companies worth watching, one that we watch on the fucking show every week is LinkedIn. <laughs> what the hell, so you man? Mentioned, you mentioned Aim Group on yes. uh, on, on a p- previous story, and, and they were hot on this one as well. Yeah, you got to subscribe to those guys if you haven't. 
Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, it's well worth the money. They're probably the best global research on all things classified um, in the world. And I mean that. They don't give us any money whatsoever. Although no. they do give us, they give us a complimentary, complimentary subscription. So yes. we'll disclose that. Anyway, uh, LinkedIn has quietly gone live with a new gigs feature called Services Marketplace. Accessed from a grid button that opens, quote, more LinkedIn services on the sale on the site's navigation bar. The feature showcases LinkedIn members who have provided uh, who provide freelance services and who have indica- indicated on their profile that they are, quote, open for business. The marketplace focuses on 16 categories of white collar work from accounting to writing. There are plenty of pros available uh, because it's an extension and rebranding of a pre-existing platform called LinkedIn ProFinder, which we've also talked about on the show. It's early days, but LinkedIn is obviously going after gig platforms like Fiverr and Upwork. Thoughts, Chad? Yeah, I love the idea and it makes sense as Fiverr and Upwork revenues and valuations have skyrocketed during the pandemic, but, and you knew there was a but coming, LinkedIn has to get their technical house in order before launching new shit. It, it, would, it would be great if LinkedIn upgraded their old dusty ass tech, like, oh, I don't know, making sure that matching actually works in their system, you know, jobs against your profile. Rather than coming up with features that are supported by aforementioned dusty ass tech and then sunset months later like stories. To me, I don't mind the throwing shit at the wall, but when you're doing it on a not so solid foundation, it just doesn't make sense. Get your house in order, get your tech tight, get smarter around your data, and then start to put these things out. The problem is I see this going away, unfortunately. I think it's a great Uh. idea, though. Chad's not a fan. All right. Yeah. LinkedIn's track record on this kind of stuff really sucks. Uh, Remember it's ATS? No. No one does. Is it even still around? I don't know. You mentioned stories getting killed. (laughs) Um, It's live video and events product is pretty average at best. Um, It does, however, have almost a billion users. Yep. So there are buyers there. uh, And they also have pricing power which means they can pay freelancers more of a percentage of profits and they can charge buyers less if they want to. Um, and people will move where money is and where money, money can be saved. Um, it doesn't carry fees at this point, although it certainly will at some point. Uh, LinkedIn reportedly intends to implement fees along with a payments tool um, in the future. And I also am curious about GitHub's integration potentially with something like this, um, GitHub, which Microsoft also owns, could value greatly from GitHub uh, professionals in the tech space getting into this platform, which Upwork and Fiverr currently kind of have a stronghold on. So if they can adequately integrate some of the GitHub folks into this platform, I think uh, it has a chance. Yeah, I think GitHub folks are about as anti-LinkedIn as they come. <laughs> That's oil and water. So I don't see that happening at all. If, if uh, GitHub wanted to do that separately, I think they have a better chance. Mm-hmm. And it's smart. Again, I think this idea is incredibly smart. But when you're building on shaky ground, it just makes no sense. The only thing GitHub users love more than they hate LinkedIn is money. So if <laughs> they can make some money off of this. Uh, they'll do it. And speaking of money, let's take a quick break so we can pay some bills. And when we get back, we'll do a little of your favorite. Buy or sell. 
Human resources is supposed to be about humans. I mean, it's right there in the name. But when your hiring team is more like an assembly line glued to their computers, manually posting heaps of jobs everywhere they can think of, that human part feels nowhere to be found. This is a new era. Pando IQ takes the mind-numbing copy-pasting and nerve-wracking guesswork out of the job posting process. When you plan a hiring campaign with Pando IQ, you tell us who you need. Then, before you ever spend a cent, we predict what it will cost to find them. Pando IQ chooses the ideal recruiting sites from thousands of options, targeting the ones your next great hire frequently visits, then fires off your ads at precisely calculated times, surfacing the most relevant applicants for you to pick from. Now you're free to get to know the best talent, build great teams, and take care of your humans. Pando IQ will do the rest, so you can get back to doing what the computers can't. For more information on Pando IQ, go to pandologic.com. That's pandologic.com. Money, 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 money! Money! <laughs> All right, Chad, we got a bunch of freaking companies to buy yes. or sell, so we're going to do, do a little this. rapid fire uh, buy or sell. All right, let's let's get to Clover's. Danny Clover's. Oh, that's the wrong Clover's. <laughs> Danny Glover's. Glover, anyway, yes. Clover's.ai, a video interviewing platform, has raised $15 million in seed funding. Uh, the tech integrates with a number of ATSs as well as Zoom, Microsoft Teams, and the like. The company said funding will be used toward product development, talent acquisition, and marketing. It looks like they're staying away from automation, uh, like the ones you see in uh, solutions like Vervo and Paradox. And we'll be taking on the likes of HireVue, VidRecruiter, Willow, and Spark Hire. Chad, buy or sell? Yeah, this type of tech is popping up all over the place. But I believe the difference in whether a startup like this sinks or swims comes down to experience and discipline. Clover's CEO has experience from HireVue and Cornerstone On Demand and held has held CRO roles prior. So, you know, sales is going to be a major driver. Plus, the SVP of sales and VP of design are both from Cornerstone On Demand. So I like the experience, the connections and those connections to, the, to, to cash. So for me, this is a buy. Yeah, the founders are interesting. Uh, in addition to, to your commentary, uh, the CEO of Comparably um, is in there, as well as the former founder, uh, I think, of Cornerstone On Demand uh, mm -hmm. as well. So I like the jockeys that are on this horse. Uh, the pandemic has made video more important and probably is not going away. So companies are going to be looking for options on the video front uh, that maybe they weren't before. You're going to see people who hate HireVue, um, and there are quite yeah. a few who are looking for for new options. And Clover's is going to gobble up uh, a lot of those people who are looking for shiny new options. Um, it's going to be cheaper than HireVue too. Yeah, I mean pricing uh, oh, yeah. comes in there as well. Uh, they have to. I think they have to get the global piece right, which I think they eventually will. Uh -huh. um, they really play up diversity, and I'm still not convinced how video interviewing uh, can be a diversity play. But everyone is diversity. Mm -hmm. uh, all those things said, I like the jockey. I like the 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 wave that they're surfing. I will buy clovers as well. Well, let's get to Nomad Health. A platform that matches travel nurses with healthcare facilities. They announced a $63 million round of funding. Uh, this brings total funding raised at the New York based firm to more than $100 million. The company said the funding round comes amid growth during the COVID 19 pandemic. No shit. 
Revenue at Nomad this year to date has already more than doubled full year 2020 revenue. It also reported the number of transaction in its marketplace has grown sevenfold since the start of the pandemic in February 2020. Chad, buy or sell Nomad Health. So finding nurses, especially during and after a pandemic, that's fucking hard. So Nomad Nomad Health is incredibly focused on nurses and clinicians and have now over $100 million in funding with their approach of helping clinicians find more rewarding jobs all over the country. To me, we've talked about Nomad before. They just received funding. I believe it was earlier this year. This is a buy all day. Niche, discipline, right, right in my area. Yep, yep. A uh, little side note. Um, you mentioned some of the team there at uh, Clover's. Uh, mm-hmm. Nomad also recently hired Jeff Simon as their VP of product. Uh, Jeff comes from Indeed, where he served as head of product. So... I think some good products might be coming to Nomad here in the future. Uh, total no-brainer. The pandemic, the pandemic has taught us that we need nurses and we need flexibility when it comes to nurse staffing. Yeah. Baby boomers aren't getting any younger and COVID apparently isn't going away. Thanks, Red States. This looks like <laughs> the apex predator among gig platforms, if you will, for nursing. A super strong buy from me on Nomad Health. Too easy. Let's get to APNA, and we got a year uh, unicorn alert. Uh, APNA, a Bengaluru, India-based company that provides an app to enable workers to connect with jobs. Say that again. Say that again. What is it? Bengaluru, India. Is that what you wanted me to repeat? Yes. Yes. All right. They announced a 100 million series C round this week. The funding round values the company at 1.1 billion US dollars. Hello. The company is still in diapers at 22 months old and is focused on blue and gray collar workers in India, helping them learn new skills and land jobs. The company claims to be India's leading professional app and was valued at just $570 million in a Series B funding round in just June. Buy or sell, Chad. A motherfucking Indian rocket ship, baby. So here's here are the APNA ingredients to success. High unemployment levels in India, a mobile-driven society, and a population of 1.3 b- b- billion. So APNA is taking the app-based talent platform and making it fucking rain. Uh, this to me, baby, get out your credit card. Buy, buy, buy. <laughs> Yep. Indian cities are home to hundreds of millions of low-skilled workers who hail from villages in search of work. Many of them have lost their jobs because of the pandemic, and they're going to cities uh, to look for work. And APNA is perfectly positioned to take advantage of this. Uh, Billions are going to be made in India. Check out Freshworks. Uh, Smartphone penetration has finally arrived in India uh, which means the timing is perfect for this company. Um, yep. Jesus, another strong buy from me. I know. This is like we're going on a goddamn shopping spree here. Yeah, yeah. Too bad it's our money. Uh, work <laughs> now. Uh, or is it work now? It's work. W-U-R-K work it. now. Or maybe it's we're no. 
Anyway, uh, Riverside, California-based WorkNow, a recruitment and people management site for hourly workers, has raised $10 million in a Series A. Founded in 2017, the startup lets recruiters post jobs over multiple channels, attracts job seekers using video and social media, tags and pulls applicants by skills, ratings, and geolocation, parses resumes for client review, and matches applicants using, you guessed it, AI. More than 125,000 active hourly workers are currently using the platform. Chad, buy or sell. Love the hourly space, but hate the SMB focus on this one. This is a sell. I can't help but hate this space like you uh, always have. Cheap clients going out of business (laughs) constantly, still putting out help wanted signs and posting on Craigslist. Staffing agencies are fickle. Platforms are a tough business if you don't have the dollars and 10 million really isn't going to cut it. I'm selling work work now. All right. Cross check. Or is that cross chick? <laughs> it's C-R-O-S-S-C-H-Q. The Danville, California-based cross check has closed a 30 million Series A. Oh, hello. Uh, found, founded in 2018. Yeah, not not cheap. Uh, founded in 2018, cross check provides pre-hire candidate assessment and reference check services. It also runs a candidate referral network. Its customers include Upwork, Glassdoor, and Slack. Chad, buy or sell? I hate the fucking name just from the standpoint of uh, spelling. I mean, come on. If you're gonna if you're gonna pick a name, pick something that somebody can spell. Or anyway, anyway, it doesn't matter when when you're talking about again boring ass tasks and taking them off your clients' back. They're going to use the money with this to boost uh, employees. They only have 18 employees right now to mm-hmm. 50. Yep. And they're going to focus on go-to-market marketing and sales. So from from my standpoint, again, if it's about scale, if it's about taking boring-ass shit off of your employees and you can scale that at the same time, it's a buy. I mean, this one was hard for me. They fit the criteria. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, 30 million is not chump change. Uh, no. They're doing something right. Uh, they have good investors. They have some great partnerships, uh, good integration strategy in terms of a ton of ATSs. They have good clients. Um, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and buy CrossFit. I mean, Jeez. cross, cross check, <laughs> cross check. And that, that is the end of rapid fire buy or sell. Let's yes. take a quick break and uh, collect ourselves. Are you struggling to attract the talent you need today? Do you lack visibility into where your recruitment ad dollars are really going? There's a better way. Acquire ROI is a programmatic job advertising platform built to optimize your budget and supercharge hiring. Acquire ROI automatically manages and measures recruitment ads across job boards so you can allocate your budget based on insights, not hunches. Get to quality candidates faster and cost-effectively scale hiring across roles, all while gaining complete visibility and control over your recruitment marketing investments. Say goodbye to manual guesswork, inconsistent performance, and wasted spending. And hello to optimized automated campaigns that produce qualified applicants. At Acquire ROI, we make job advertising easy. Visit us at acquireroi.com and start transforming your talent acquisition today. All right, Chad. Gen Z, baby. As far as employee resignations go, uh, one Walmart's employee's decision to quit over the store's loudspeaker is certainly quality. Uh, and one of the wildest we've seen, uh, Beth McGrath from Louisiana, 
posted a video to her Facebook profile on Tuesday in which she can be seen in her black uniform taking a deep breath before speaking to everyone in the store over the PA system. She said, quote, Attention Walmart shoppers and associates. I'm glad that she started out as an official announcement. Yes. My name is Beth in electronics. I've been working at Walmart for almost five years, and I can say that everyone here is overworked and underpaid. We are treated by management and customers poorly every day. Whenever we have a problem with it, we're told that we're replaceable. I'm tired of the constant gaslighting. This company treats their elderly associates like shit. She went on to pummel management and ended the rant with, quote, fuck management and fuck this job. I quit. (laughs) Beth, awesome. There you go. When did Take This Job and Shove It come out? Was it late 70s, early 80s? I can't remember. Take this job and shove it. I ain't Gotta be selling this. Yeah. So Gotta this is this to me is the the Gen Z take this job and shove it. And and I love now that there's more transparency where you can see these types of things happen because that's going to embolden other employees who are getting fucked and are being treated like shit. And she also said something about her manager being a pervert, I think. Anyway, this is about treating your employees right, paying them right, and having more of a transparent society, even with wages, right? Mm -hmm. So to me, I love this shit. And uh, Beth from Electronics, we got to get her on. (laughs) (laughs) Jeez. All right, let's let's take a step back here for a second. If, If my kid did this, I would lose my shit. Because once you do something like this, your, your options for career advancement are a little bit more limited than they were before you decided to do this. I know it's a nice rally. It's a nice, like, good on you, way to stick it to the man. But Beth McGrath now is eternally on the web. She is forever going to be searchable by future employers. And she's going to miss out on opportunities that she wouldn't have otherwise. So I'm glad, you know, I'm glad for her that she got this out. I'm sure that her social media shit blew up. I'm sure traffic to the platforms went went insane. Uh, I'm surprised that a young person did this on Facebook as opposed to, <laughs> to something more hip. But yeah, yeah, it's fun to talk about on a show. But for her, probably not the best move uh, in terms of her career. Yeah, this is not... 1989 joel when you had that that uh job at mr hero or some shit like that this is an entirely new way of looking at jobs and there are actually people that are out there today i guarantee you're like that's the kind of girl i want she didn't just stick up for herself she stuck up for other people right that's who you want that's a leadership quality so yeah for for an old white man of course you don't want somebody like that but there are plenty of people Plenty of people who want that kind of moxie and they want that kind of care for their community to work for them. That's an interesting take. I'll also add that uh, <laughs> talked extensively about employees sort of ranting on other social platforms. I mean, this is a real issue for employers. And I think that they're, they're yes. totally sort of uh, blind or they've got their head in the sand about this being an issue, but social media and technology are presenting a whole new level of like uh, employee feedback that people are, I mean, most companies are still trying to get their head around glass door profiles, right? The world is (laughs) like, the world is so much beyond 
like I'm going to sit down and write, like I have time to write a negative thing about my employee or employer. This is way more fun, right? Like put it on fucking TikTok and like get likes and get shared and get picked up in some, you know, media publication. Like that's where reviews and feedback is going. And I think companies by and large are unprepared for that. And if, if anything uh, that they get from this story and the others that we've talked about is like, geez, we really got to get our head around uh, our employees and what they're saying about us. It's a brand new world, kids. And if you don't get your head around it, this kind of shit's going to happen. And guess what? We're going to talk about it. As long as we never hear something about li- like this happening at Chipotle. Oh my God, Chipotle. <laughs> Chipotle is my life. Chad, what is this? Your last week in, uh, in paradise? Yes, I'll be back in the saddle again on U.S. soil, and I'll be a hell of a lot tanner than I was when I left. Oh, hell no. Also, I'll be at uh, HR Tech next week if you're still listening to the show. Uh, (laughs) If you're out there in Vegas, um, hit me up. We'll be doing some stuff. Come by and say hi. So next week's show could be interesting. I'm on the road, and you're sort of coming home. So we'll figure something out. We'll make it work. And with that, we out. Thank you for listening to... What's it called? The podcast. The chat. The cheese. Brilliant. They talk about recruiting. They talk about technology. But most of all, they talk about nothing. Just a lot of shout outs of people you don't even know. And yet you're listening. It's incredible. And not one word about cheese. Not one. Cheddar. Blue. Nacho. Pepper Jack. Swiss. There's so many cheeses and not one word. So weird. Anywho, be sure to subscribe today on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. That way you won't miss an episode. And while you're at it, visit www.chatcheese.com. Just don't expect to find any recipes for grilled cheese. So weird. We out! The Jim Stroud Podcast explores the discoveries and trends forming the future of our lives. Brain-to-brain communication, robot bosses, microchip implants for workers, and artificial intelligence replacing human workers are all happening now. If you want to know what's happening next, subscribe now to the Jim Stroud Podcast.